This is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Do you believe kindness is contagious? Let's hope so, right? A video of a very compassionate neighbor is making the rounds. Uh, This guy lives next to an older lady who kept combing over in the middle of the night to complain about some rope lights, Christmas lights he had put up. She claimed they were keeping her awake. So he offers to turn them off by 10 p.m. every night and then get this. He invites her to come over for dinner anytime she feels lonely. Huh. The sweet conversation was all caught on the video doorbell. Can you turn those lights off? Which ones? The ones that are keeping me awake at night. The rope lights. The rope lights, are they keeping you awake? Yeah, I don't mind it. Keep them on till you know, 10 o'clock. The cops came and they looked at the rope lights. They said they're not shining in your window. But I'll do you this. I'll do you this. I will turn them off at 10 o'clock. Okay? Is that okay? Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. See, what I think what it is, Ernie, I think you just need to come over when you're lonely and talk and have some food and some wine. How about that? Isn't that awesome? Wow. I just love the grace and the mercy he shows her. He could have been so mean and said, listen, the cops said they're not shining in your window. I want my Christmas lights up. Mm -hmm. But he's like, you know what? I will turn them off at 10 o'clock and you come over for dinner anytime you're lonely. Wow. What a guy. So look, you had this story, great story of a, a woman complained the guy's lights across the street were too bright. And uh, the police came and they said, nope, they're not shining in your window, you know, chill. And the guy very gracefully said, hey, look, if you're ever lonely, just come over for dinner. It was a nice old lady or a little old lady and really graceful ending. What would you do if that was happening in your neighborhood? Somebody's lights were brighter than the surface of the sun. Uh, it happened to a friend of ours. I'll tell you about it next. They have a TV show. It's called uh, Christmas Light Wars, right? Yeah, people like do these crazy elaborate dis- elaborate displays, and then people vote on which one wins or whatever. Um, that's not what was going on with a friend of ours, but your story reminded me of it. Our friend lives in a neighborhood where the houses are really close together. It's like your house ends there. There's a curb, a like three foot patch of grass house. They call those zero lot lines. And then the next house right across the street, there's barely enough room for two cars to fit down the street. They're like, you open your door and boom, they're right there. Uh Okay. So our friend, that's how close things are. New neighbor just moved in their Christmas light display. She described as surface of the sun. (laughs) It's that bright. And they leave it up all night long. She said, it's almost like there's a spotlight shining in her window. Can't sleep. And I don't know how it's turned out, but she has gone, because she didn't call the police like that lady in your story did. She she walked across the street and said, hey, I, I think it's great that you love Christmas and your lights, but could you maybe turn them off, say, around 9 or 10 o'clock at night? Because it's really, really bright in my window. Have no idea how it's turned out. She was going to do that. Ooh, you got to tell us the rest of the story. Yeah, I don't know how it went. <laughs> 9 or 10 seems really early to me. I thought you were going to say midnight. Well, or maybe 11, midnight. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they come to something reasonable. But yeah. could you imagine, like, I don't know, get up to use the potty at 2 a.m. or something and boom. Oh, <laughs> I have darkening lights. curtains in my bedroom. I love it. Pitch dark. Okay, so I can imagine. imagine She's going to have to do something. She's going to have to get darkening curtains. <laughs> two two panels for 50 bucks at Kohl's.com. <laughs> That's where I got mine. In your own home, having to do that because the lights are too bright. Well, I wonder if anyone else in the neighborhood has said anything. Or maybe if you're not directly across the street, it doesn't affect you. So they're like, yeah, hey, man, your lights look I great. know, because <laughs> I will say, as someone who usually is not out at night, 
because I'm old. <laughs> I got to go to get up early. But I leave my house every morning when it's pitch black. I love people that leave their Christmas lights on. It makes yeah. me so happy. Hmm. It's so fun to see them on my drive to work every day. Yeah, but they're they're not right in your window. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember old school report cards coming up? How do you feel about your kids' grades being available online? Remember the old days when kids got real physical report cards? Nowadays, you can hop online and see instant updates on your child's grades. Do you feel like that is a good thing or a bad thing? Now, if you talk to teachers, they more than likely will tell you it has been bad. A distraction and an on-ramp for snowplow parents. Here's an example. An eighth grade English teacher said to one student, hey, you need to put your phone away. And the student said, I can't. It's my mom. You still haven't posted my makeup work that you graded. And if it's not posted by the weekend, I'm going to be grounded. Teachers say these online grades make for anxious students and many parents questioning teachers about every single grade that mom and dad deem unacceptable. Yeah, we, we live that nightmare with our kids where we would see their online grades and be like, you didn't, but what you said you were going to get this. I did. I turned it in. They haven't posted it yet. Mm. It does. We we have totally Yikes. lived that. It's, it can be a nightmare. And now that I have one of my kids as a teacher, now I'm on the other side. And ah. just, just calm down, mom and parents. They're already working until midnight and getting up at six to go and teach your kids. Yeah. Give them a break, right? Taylor, this is a real thing. Have you ever heard of it? It's called the Failure Museum. No. Yeah, yeah. It's a museum of like failed toys or failed automobiles or whatever. Oh, fascinating. I'm going to give you three things. I've got two items that are actual failures that are in the museum and then one that I've made up. See if you can identify, Taylor, which of the three I made up. Okay. Okay. First item. Harley Davidson cologne. Second item, the iPet app. It gives you the companionship of a of a real pet without the mess. Or Mattel's Allen doll. Allen was Ken's buddy. Which one of those is not real? The cologne, the doll, or the app? Okay, I know the Allen doll is real from the Barbie movie. Oh, okay. You're on top of that. Um, so okay, then it's down so... to Harley Davidson cologne or the iPad app. I'm going to say the Harley Davidson cologne is fake. You are wrong. It's <laughs> it was the, real but, and it failed. <laughs> the um, the iPet app giving you the companionship and company of a real pet without the mess, so far as I know, is not real. I made it up. Maybe someone else made it up too. Maybe it is a real thing, but it ain't in I the failure museum. I just figured because of those ta- Tamaguchi thingies. That it would be a real thing because, you know, those yeah. were like from back in what the 80s or 90s. Yeah, yeah. but was that an app? That was, they didn't have no, apps. No, it was back a real then. thing. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, how does a teacher work 10 hours a week and bring in a six figure income? I'm telling you, when you hear this idea, if you're a teacher in particular, you're going to go, why didn't I think of that? She has an Etsy shop and she makes a little like one sheet activity pages mm-hmm. um, to help teach literacy. And boom. Get Sold out through six Etsy. figures yeah, through yeah, little yeah. one sheets. She made a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars last year making these, just designing literacy one sheets. She's got twenty different wow. books. Uh, they're available in all kind, a bunch of different languages. She has customers all over the world, and, and she sells her books through Etsy too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. so cool. Etsy shop. I can't wait to tell my sister who has an Etsy shop about this, and she's a former teacher. She, uh, pff, there you go. Yeah, I saw a lady similar to that on a Shark Tank a few weeks ago. 
same thing. She was a teacher, had a had a pretty rough breakup of of with her with her guy, and she was like, "What am I going to do now?" Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, "I'm a teacher, I know." And she made these phonics games. I think it was phonics games. Anyhow, they were like, "Oh, so how much how much have you brought in?" She goes, "Last year I brought in six point three million dollars," and they're like, "What? What? I okay? Here's and she totally bootstrapped it. She did it all on her own. Wow, I know I'm totally getting in the weeds, but don't you wonder like how does she hire a copyright attorney? Because, you know, because someone could steal her phonics ideas and just run with it. Whereas companies spend so much money protecting their their intel, you know, intelligent properties Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. She started off fascinating. Says she started off small, made just enough to pay her car insurance. And by Mm -hmm. the time the thing got rolling, paid off her and her husband's student loans. Whoa. Done. Phenomenal. So (laughs) all it takes is the right idea. We just got to come up with the right idea. What is it? My sister has tried so many different things in her shop and it it landed on uh, wristlet keychains and, uh, you know, like the the key and the necklaces that teachers wear and she customizes Mm. and embroiders them. Maybe she should be doing phonics one sheets. (laughs) Oh, man. Kevin knows behind the scenes. I am riveted by the story he found from the lady who makes six figures selling worksheets to teach kids to read by sight. Mm-hmm. And I just dug a little bit deeper. There's more to the story. Ooh, yeah. right. We'll find out the rest of the story next. <laughs> Taylor's done a little more, de- de- dug a little deeper into the story of a teacher who's making six figures on Etsy, printing off like a one sheet worksheets of, uh, of phonics lessons or literacy lessons. I am so riveted by the story. I've already sent the whole article to all four of my sisters because all four of them have been teachers at some point in their lives. One of them is a kindergarten teacher. And um, this lady's 41. Her name's Becky Powell. No relation to Mac, I don't think. And uh, here's a couple of secrets. First of all, she makes $125,000 a year. She only works 10 hours a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's her, the kind of job I'm looking yes. for. <laughs> and her husband, Jerome Powell, happens to be a full-time computer engineer who manages another shop on the site where she sells all these. It's called Teachers Pay Teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't happen to be Etsy. It's this other, which all teachers have heard of this. And get this, he's this computer guru and his search engine optimization expertise helped her get her store off the ground. Mm. So people were finding her so easy. There she is, there she is. I'll buy it, I'll buy it, I'll buy it. And then get this, she's so forward thinking and giving and loving She's helped eight friends and coworkers open their own stores on Teachers Pay Teachers and has never charged them a penny. Wow. She just loves helping people. That's cool. Isn't that See, awesome? That, here's what I love about that story is you want to believe that good things happen to good people. You, you want to believe that that happens mm-hmm. every now and then, yeah. right? And there it is. She did something cool. Phenomenal. And she's sharing her, her, not just sharing the wealth, but the expertise to help other people yeah. do the same thing. That is awesome. Yay, her. What a great story. Christmas, it's a time of tradition, right? You want to do stuff that maybe your parents did and they handed down to you. And uh, that's really important in my family. My mom handed down a whole bunch of customs and traditions. And I did one of the fun ones the other day uh, that oh, that my mom taught me to do from the time I was a little kid. And she did it right up to the very end. I'll tell you about it next.
We were talking about how Christmas time is the time of traditions. You probably have a lot of things that, like, maybe only your family does. Or I have a lot of, my mom passed down a lot of Polish customs to uh, to me and my family. But one of the things that she would do every time we went to a store, if they had the display of electronic items, like a mechanical Snoopy or a electronic Frosty the Snowman that would go, ho, 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 you know, and you, when you press the button, she would press all of them. The whole thing. <laughs> Just like Buddy the Elf. Yes, if there was a wall That's who she of, is. there's a wall of twenty of them, she's pressing them all. Do 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 next one. Do 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 next one. Ho ho ho. Merry Christmas. All of them going at one time. As a little kid, do you remember being embarrassed? No. You mm. loved it. I just thought everybody's mom did that. <laughs> and so you went into a store recently and relived yeah, was the Marie the, uh, tradition? I was in Walgreens and they were just putting the stuff out. And the guy was right there. I said, I'm sorry, but I have to do this. It's in honor of my mom. He said, please <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs> but you had to, you felt like you had to justify it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because Marie wouldn't have had an excuse. She would have just done it. Right. She would have just said, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the official toy tester. Want to make sure all these are working. I've been sent by corporate. <laughs> so you know what else my mom would do that was fun? We're talking about traditions at Christmas time. My mom would go into a store and if there were those little mechanical Christmas toys, she'd press the button on all of them, get them all going at one time. Um, she also, she had a job where she was, um, she had to drive around Baltimore city. She worked for the lighting department. So she was in and out of her car all the time. If you called and said, Hey, our street lights out, she would have to come and visually see like, yes, it's out. Get a repair crew out here. Oh, okay. That was her job. But, but starting like December one, um, she would wear a Santa hat and this red Santa cape. Everywhere, everywhere, or poncho type thing. You know, to keep warm over in Baltimore, yeah. Right, to keep warm. But so also, cute. she thought, why not look, you know, like I'm not just from the lighting division. I'm the Santa lighting she division. She looked like Mrs. Claus. She did. She did. That's and she awesome. loved doing that. You know what else she did? This is crazy. My mom was, we were talking about this yesterday. She wasn't five feet tall. She was like four foot ten. And uh, she got licensed to drive the big snow removal trucks. Like she went and get, did all the tests, had to like parallel park a big dump truck and stuff. Not that she was ever going to go out and drive one of those, but if you held that license, you got to pay upgrade. It was Ooh, like the, brilliant. the city of Baltimore re, uh, regulations. Yeah. If, you, if you were capable, if you could be called upon in an emergency, then you got to pay raise. Yeah. She never drove a snow plow in her life. She just passed the test, got the upgrade on her license and boom. I don't know if it's like. $2,000 more a year or something, but yeah, she got it. Found money. Right, right, right. She had to sit on like three pillows to take her test <laughs> to be able to see over the dashboard, but she did it. Do you have a visiting elf in your family? A lot of families do. They come and kind of just keep an eye out for Santa and, le- and let him know how the kids are behaving throughout the Christmas season. And uh, like I, I have a friend, her elf is Mr. Winks. Um, but, you know, the elves can cause a lot of problems. They can make a lot of messes. And I've got a tip for you from a friend of mine. Um, She discovered this for her family's elf. And on Amazon, you can buy something called the Christmas Elf Adventure. And it helps keep your elf preoccupied so the elf doesn't make so many messes. So in other words, it comes with like a little elf mini golf kit. Uh, Your elf can play um, ice hockey. Um, your elf can have a tea party. There's a little tea set. And so every day, instead of your elf, like making a mess in the bathroom or spilling flour and making snow angels all over the counter and making all kinds of messes, your elf can stay occupied and have a lot of fun when they come visit your house. Wow! So this has just been life changing 
for a friend of mine who has a little daughter and she thinks this is probably the last year the elf is going to come visit. So she wanted to make it super extra special this year. First of all, hats off to those elf people because mm-hmm. it is a cash cow. Yes. <laughs> what will they think of now? Yeah, I mean, you can buy elf clothing, elf soccer outfits. <laughs> the elf dream house. Uh, uh, there's an elf hot air balloon. Yeah, it's there's a lot. And so, but the, the biggest thing about this mom is she just needed a huge stress reliever. And she got it. Yeah. With the uh, huge, the, the elf adventure kit. Yes. Coming up, do you feel like your kids ask at least a million questions every day? Do you feel like your kids ask you a million questions every single day? Any super, super tough ones? According to new research, each kid asks mom and dad, ready for this? 11 questions a day. Is that so if all? you have two no or way. three kids, <laughs> that's that. a lot. <laughs> Children most commonly ask questions to better understand the world around them, like about animals, nature, current events. They ask questions about school subjects like math, reading, or science, and family-related stuff, like questions about their parents, grandparents, or siblings. Now, when they asked parents, what is the most interesting question your child has ever asked? Parents say things like, why is the sky so high? And why can fish keep their eyes open in water? <laughs> my my sister-in-law, she had a, a really great tactic when it was time to go to bed. She would go, Mom, Dad, tell me about God. Because <laughs> she wanted to stay, <laughs> up, stay later. up later. So remember that show, Kids Say the Darndest Things? Well, kids ask the darndest things, too. We'd love to hear from you. Questions that your kids ask, we'd love to hear from you. Hey, Melba, we're talking about kids and the questions that they ask. Yeah, my nephews, I don't have eyebrows because of a medical condition. So one day he looked at me and he said, Melba, do you use my markers for your eyebrows? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wanted to slap him, but I knew I couldn't. (laughs) And ever since then, I like, I don't get too close to him because I don't want him to ask that in public. I think maybe it's because kids that 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 question came from a place of innocence. He yeah. wasn't judging her. He wasn't no. saying like you look weird. He was just like, "Hey, yeah, what's the deal there?" Because that's where that's how kids roll through life, and it's only as you go through life and you you learn otherwise <laughs> <laughs> to not ask those questions. But kids do ask the darndest things. What do you have for us? We'd love to hear from you, Amy. Kids ask the darndest things. What do you have for us that your kids have asked? I keep my granddaughter every day and she got dropped off the other morning we were sitting at the table and she looked at me and she goes gee why did they freeze the baby and i was like what do you mean there and she finally went ice ice baby and i was like oh no so you've been listening to um old school on the way to my house that morning that's funny hilarious why did they freeze the baby all right here's here's one that you'll only experience this as your kids grow up and grow older uh, when they're really little, can we go to grandma's house, please? Can we go to grandma's house? Then as they hit their tween and teen years, do we have to go to grandma's house? Come on, do we have to go? Years later, grandma passes away. Don't you wish we could go back to grandma's house? Mm. Right? It's questions that, that kids will ask over the course of their, their lifetime. It changes. So my wife always says it's hard to buy for me. I have found the perfect Christmas present. All she has to do is find that $10 million. I'm sure she has buried in the backyard somewhere. <laughs> A boy can dream. That's right. That's right. Uh, you guys have heard of Lionel Messi, right? 
He's yeah, soccer player. widely regarded as the Michael Jordan of the soccer world, mm-hmm. like the greatest soccer player, the that's football player I ever lived. Say. And um, he just his team, Argentina, they won the World Cup this past summer, and they're auctioning off the jerseys he wore during the tournament. And it's going for ten million. That's what they're expecting. Ten what? million dollars. The current record is uh, Michael wow. Jordan, the uh, game worn jersey of Michael Jordan in the 1998 NBA Finals that sold for ten point one million dollars. Touching, um, but they're they're saying this could go for that that much or more. And I think uh, Sotheby's in New York, they're doing the auction. They're so smart. You can go and see them. They're on display through December fourteenth, so you can go and see them, which is going to do nothing but build up the hype. Yeah, and make people. I wonder want if them there's more. admission. If there's, I don't know, an Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg or somebody like Jeff Bezos out there with ten million dollars to burn, they could have that hanging in their. I could, I could not resist since you're saying just one jersey is or a couple of jerseys, ten million. I I had to Google his net worth, six hundred million dollars according For to Forbes. Messi. Yeah. Well, this is kind of cool too, though. The um a portion of the proceeds from the auction are going to go to a children's hospital uh, that's supported by the uh, by the Messi Foundation. So that's pretty cool. It's not just yeah. like, you know, cha-ching, let's make a lot of money time. They're going to they're gonna help do something pretty cool awesome. with it. Okay, so we're going to check in with our producer, Griffin. He's got a wife, Sarah, and one of his kids is eight years old, little Thatcher. Mm-hmm. And Kev, I don't know about you at eight. I had no clue about anything. Thatcher's got his life planned out already. <laughs> All right, we'll, fa- we'll hear Thatcher's life plan next. We've got Griffin in the studio with us talking about his, uh, his eight-year-old son, Thatcher. I'm impressed. He's got his whole life planned out for him because I'm a little bit older than that and I am literally making this up every day. Same, I have yes. no idea. Yeah. Same. Yeah, no yeah. clue. Exactly. No, the other day we were at some event. Taylor, you were there uh-huh. and uh, we we're talking about, I think you noticed Thatcher has these long eyelashes. Yes, he was playing on the ground so I yeah. was looking down at him from above and I was like, oh, Thatcher, I would do anything to have your eyelashes. They're incredible. <laughs> right. They're so thick and lux- yeah. luxurious. Nothing will freak him out like having a grown woman like staring at his eyelashes. <laughs> well, mine- What's wrong with her, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> when she got them for me, my eyelashes used to be longer. Okay. Um, but I had a little accident. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. It was like a year or two ago. I was trying to start our pizza oven. Oh, right. Yeah. And a fireball blew out of right. my face. Yes. And, and it, it literally burned off some of my eyelashes. And they've never grown they back. They haven't grown back oh, to the same no. length they were at. <laughs> mm. um, so we were talking about that. And then my son Thatcher, you know, hearing that's how I lost my eyelashes, he's like, well, when I get married, I'm going to make my wife do all the dangerous stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's his plan. <laughs> Involves fire, yeah. gas. <laughs> She's doing it. She's I doing died it. laughing, it. and it was so fun to look at at Griffin and Sarah's faces of like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> how do you react to your son? He, I tell you, that kid is going to be a comedian. Yeah. He is so funny <laughs> and sincere. He do, he's got the best deadpan, right? Because yeah. yeah. he doesn't know how funny he is yet. <laughs> Chivalry isn't dead, but it's on life support (laughs) at Griff's house. So it's it's happening this year. There's a toy that's disappearing off of shelves faster than they can put it on. And everyone is surprised except Gen Z. They're not surprised as things flying off the shelves at all. Tell you what it is next. A timeless classic is the toy item of the year this year. 75 years old is Snoopy. And a stuffed Snoopy Snoopy doll with a puffer jacket. Can't find them anywhere. Really? Uh, It was an item that they had mostly at CVS stores, but they keep selling out of them. 
And it's Gen Z driving this. They gotta have the Snoopy thing. And, and he's gotta be in the puffer jacket. Puffer jacket, Snoopy, right. Huh. I, I'm, I don't I didn't know this was happening, but apparently there's a whole crowd of Gen Zers who love nostalgia. And they proudly say they were born in the wrong era. And the era that they think they should have come from was like back in the 50s or whenever Snoopy came along. That that's the era they're saying they're in, so they love all things peanuts, all things Snoopy. Okay, I, I totally get that, but we're, there weren't puffer jackets back then, right? No, no, but there was Snoopy. So maybe it's the best of both worlds for them. Oh, it's the yeah, nostalgia, the marriage of the two. The nostalgia of, of years gone by with the modern uh, puffer jackets. So, so you're you saying go. that if I could find one of those for my nieces or nephews, I'd be the coolest aunt on all the land? I thought you were going to say, put it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever holds more value for you, yes. <laughs> mm. Oh, I want cool and status. You know That's, what we should yeah. do? Why don't you look on eBay or Google it and see if you can find it? Okay. We'll tell you if you can buy it like somewhere near you or online next. We're talking about this um, must-have doll this year. Apparently, it's a puffer coat Snoopy. Yeah, it's a plushie. Disappearing everywhere. Gen mm-hmm. Zers driving the Snoopy puffer coat craze. Did you, did you find it available online? Yeah, anywhere? I sure did. First, I wanted to look up the original price, and and here's a fun question for you, and I'll get to the where you can buy it and how much. Um, have you seen a picture of him? Of the puffer coat Snoopy? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I totally had him in a red puffer jacket. <laughs> it's it's light blue. <laughs> And then he's got this Maybe little they have hat different, on. They have different colors available. No, I can't find him in any other. It's a pale, really pale baby blue. Okay. And then he's wearing a, like a, a yellow and aqua blue striped hat. Mm-hmm. And originally it sold at CVS for about 15 bucks. And it's gone viral. And I did find it on eBay for $45. Whoa. And Poshmark for $60. <laughs> and then there's this website that. I'll just say, I'm not going to name it, but I don't trust it anymore because they claim they had this makeup I love that mm-hmm. has sunscreen built in. Mm-hmm. They never sent it to me. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know if but I would they, trust that website. What you're saying is it's going for like 45 to $65. The website I, I don't trust has it for $80. Okay. Um, <laughs> but eBay has it for 45 Poshmark has it for $60. Originally sold for 15 mm. Man, and, and do you know, I went to CVS.com. There's so many other cute Snoopy things there. But that's the one they got to have. Yeah. That's the one everybody wants. Like you can have Snoopy ice skating for $19.99. A Snoopy with, uh, is it Schroeder who plays the piano? Mm-hmm. And Snoopy's hanging on the piano. That's $29.99. Wait, does it have a button you can hit and does he play music? Yep. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> in honor of my mom, I'm in.